that your integrity does not matter. Do not, let me say that again. Do not think that your integrity does not matter. Doesn't matter what people see. If I could say it this way, that it does matter what people see. People's viewpoint on you does not matter. But what does God see? God will see the one that's chasing after him with a heart after him. And God will promote you. If I could say it this way, uh, we all know that God will promote us in our job and our, our places of employment and stuff. But can I even go beyond that? Much greater than that? A more important place? God will promote you and put you in the place the situation, a person's life, to speak to them. Could be for years. Could be for an instant. But for the ones that have the heart after him, God will take and put in the place where he needs you to be. To speak, to minister to the one that needs to be heard to hear the voice of God. God's looking for the one that's willing and obedient. Oh, the awesome thing is the ones that are willing and obedient will do what? Eat the what? Fruit of the land. The good fruit of the land. God will take care of those that are seeking after him. Like it says in his word, Right? That those that are seeking after him and his righteousness, his kingdom, will take care of all of your needs. We don't have to worry about stuff, worry about our, our taking care of our bills and all that stuff. Yes, we have to apply our hands. We can't just lay back and do nothing. But as we're seeking God, having a heart after him, God will take care of everything we have need of, but he's going to use us and put us where we need to be, lead us to where we have to be, to the person that we need to speak to or be with, to the places we need to go. So David had a heart after God, and the Lord chose him and said, I'm appointing him as leader and ruler. David had good character. He did mess up though, right? We all know what had taken place. We could go to 2 Samuel. David, David had a whoopsie, right? In the spring at the time when kings go off to war, David sent Joab out to the kings, uh, out with the kingsmen and the whole Israelite army. They destroyed the Am Ammonites and besieged Rabbah. But David remained in Jerusalem. One evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of the palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful. David sent someone to find out about her. The man said, she is Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, 
and the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Then David sent messengers to get her. She came to him, and he slept with her. Now she was purifying herself from her monthly uncleanness. This is amplified version. Then she went back home. The woman conceived and sent word to David, saying, I am pregnant. So David sent his word to Joab, send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent him, to, uh, and sent him to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked him how Joab was, how the soldiers were, and how the war was going. Then David said to Uriah, go down to your house and wash your feet. So Uriah left the place, and a gift from the king was sent after him. But Uriah slept at the entrance to the palace with, his, with all his master's servants and did not go down to his house. I want to say this. Uriah's heart was in a place. It was time for war. David was trying to set him up to go sleep with his wife so that there would be confusion and thinking that Uriah had gotten her pregnant. But Uriah, a man that was set in that place, I'm not going in because it's not time for this. It's time to be at war. But Uriah slept at the entrance of uh, verse 10, I'm sorry. David was told, Uriah did not go home. So he asked Uriah, haven't you just come from a military campaign? Why didn't you go home? Uriah said to David, the ark and Israel and Judah are staying in tents. And my commander Joab and my Lord's men are camped in the open country. How could I go to my house to eat and drink and make love to my wife? As surely as you live, I will not do such a thing. His heart was committed to the purpose. His heart was committed to what he was called to do. Then David said to him, stay here one more day and tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and the next. At David's invitation, he ate and drank with him and David made him drunk. But in the evening, Uriah went out to sleep on his mat among the, his master's servants. He did not go home. Again, David was still trying. Because David knew that he, he messed up. Was that David's character? No. That's right. He sinned. I'm not saying that it's, oh, it's okay, and we could, you know, put, just put it on the shelf. He sinned. He needed to ask for, re- he, for forgiveness and repent before God, right? That wasn't his character. God chose him based on his character, but he still messed up. In the morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it with Uriah. In it, he wrote, put Uriah out in where? Front where the fighting is fiercest. Then withdrew from him so he would be struck down and die. Then withdraw from him so that he would, be, he would be struck down and die. Verse 16. So while Joab had the city under siege, he put Uriah at a place where he knew the strongest defenders were. 
When the men of the city came out and fought against Joab, some of the men in David's army fell. Moreover, Uriah the Hittite died. The great cover-up. But God, we know the story. You can read it if you, if you don't know the rest of the story. We know that there was something that had taken place because of David's sin. The whole point is this. David messed up. He, his family lineage would suffer the consequences for sin. But a moment where we might have messed up doesn't define who we are. Amen? Thank God. But God, but God, loves us so much that he doesn't want us to continue to stay in a place that he's not constantly grooming, constantly developing, constantly adding to, building, strengthening character within us. God loves you so much that he wants you to be at that place that he could say, they're after my heart. God wants to promote you into the place, situation, employment, whatever it may be, because of your character, integrity, the development of who God is within you. Ruth in chapter 3, verse 11. Let's take a look here at some other people that the Bible notes for their character. <clears throat> now, my daughter, do not be afraid. I will do for you whatever you ask, since all my people in the city know that you are a woman of excellence. People saw her lifestyle. Again, noted for noble character. Something that stands out because of what the workings of God within this person, this individual. Is there something that when you're in the workplace that stands out, wow, this person is moving in excellence. This person really knows how to uh, talk with people, not to just you know, get, them to get, get them to be on their side, but they know how to have a personal one-on-one -on -one contact with them. They can do their job exceptionally well. They can, they can you know, withstand even when it seems like that, that the times are hard against them, but they stand strong. They stay in peace. They say, what is it that people see in you? Nehemiah chapter 7 and verse 2. And you can bring that up. You don't have to turn there. A 
put my brother Hananiah, 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 with Hananiah, the commander of the fortress, in charge of Jerusalem, for Hananiah was, what, a more faithful and God-fearing man than many of the others. I'd say this is probably one of the best traits that you or I could say that we have. Is that we are faithful and God-fearing. Faithful and God-fearing. God, I ask that you would help us to be more faithful to you. The Holy Spirit, that you would work in us. Remind us when we need that reminder. God, that you would kick us out of the nest when we need that kick out of that nest. To be faithful in our relationship with you, God. Faithful to respond when you ask us to respond. Cause us to be faithful, God. Just like what we see here with Hananiah, God. That we would be exceptionally faithful and God-fearing. Thank you, Lord. In Job, in chapter 2 and verse 3, The Lord said to Satan, have you considered and reflected on my servant Job? For there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man. One who does what? Fears God with reverence and abstains from and turns away from evil because he honors God. And still he maintains and holds tightly to his, what? Integrity. Although you incited me against him to destroy him without cause. Sometimes character is seen, if I could say it this way, a lot of times. Character is seen in them hard times. Again, our actions and our speech, what is coming out of our mouth? What do people see? How, we're, how we are responding in hard times? Is our hope, our faith, our trust still in the Lord? When it feels like things are so hard, so difficult. Or is the character of God seen? You know what, Lord? This is happening, but you will provide. You will take care of this. God, you will heal. God, you will take care of this relationship. God, you will do. What are we speaking? What are our actions portraying? Allow the character of God 
to increase in your life. Amen. Real quickly. I wrote this down. Character is influenced. Character is influenced and developed by our choices, but on the other side of that coin, character influences our choices. Remember what happened with Daniel when they had all the eunuchs and everybody come in and they were trying to feed them, give them uh, drink and different things, and, and Daniel said, you know what? No, that's, that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a choice here to not have the food and the drink that they're providing. Why? Because it was, there was character within Daniel, developed character by his choices he made. Now that strength, if I could say it, that fortress of integrity within him is now making a firm decision that, no, I'm not going to do this. Because in his heart of hearts, it was the wrong thing to do. Because it was against what he believed God was speaking to him and leading him to who he was. Fortress of integrity. We need to have such strength in who God is and who he's made us to be. That we won't allow people to persuade us. We won't allow things and, and, and the enemy to persuade us into wrong choices, wrong decisions, talking wrong, but have such a strength built up within us. What, from what? Making the right choices. To bring strength within us. So that when the, those things come up, as small as the storm may be or as large as the storm may, may be, that we'll stand firm against the wiles of the enemy. Stand firm against the enemy and his working, trying to come against us, trying to break us down. Stay strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Godly character is the result of the working of the Holy Spirit. It's the result of Holy Spirit's work of, of sanctification, setting us apart, causing us to be like Christ. It's the working of the Holy Ghost on the inside of us, drawing us to be like Christ. I love this. This is a, a, a statement that I, that I had read concerning character, and it's this. Character in the believer is a consistent manifestation of, of Jesus in his or her life. 
Character in the believer is a consistent manifestation of Jesus and his or her life. It is the purity. This is what I love right here. It's the purity of heart that God gives. Becoming purity in action. I'll read that again. It is the purity of heart that God gives purity in action. I want to give you a couple of scriptures if you would write them down. And I'm asking you to do this. Just to read these in your own time. Just take some time and reflect on what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us today. And read these scriptures. Romans chapter 5. Verse 3 and 4. First Chronicles chapter 29 and verse 17. Not every test is from the enemy. Come on. Not every test is because the devil's trying to do something. If I could say this, how do I know when my son is ready to, to handle certain things that are required? Say again. Let him do it. I find out who he actually is. How? I test him in some things. I challenge him in some things. Right? To see if he's actually ready. How do I know if, if, if my kids are ready? That's, that's what I do. I question them. Maybe I challenge them with certain things just to see how they react. Just to see if they're ready to take the next step. Sometimes God is doing that with us. Read those scripture verses that I just gave you. The Holy Spirit is speaking to us this morning and wanting godly character to be emphasized in our language now. Godly character. What's going on on the inside? It's the working of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. The manifestation of Christ revealed. It's time to get strong again as a body. It's time to be strong again. Strong in him. Amen? Amen. If you would, if you would stand. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we worship you. We glorify your name, Lord. Lord, with our hands lifted, we can, we could speak it, Lord. We could say, I love you. But Lord, we can walk away and not even do what you commanded. We can walk away and not do your commands, Lord, like you say in, in your word. In John 15, Lord, you said it. 
Those who love me keep my commands. But Lord, we're people of character. We're people that are following after you, Lord. Chasing after you. So Lord, we just ask you that you would change us. Make us like you, Lord. Holy Spirit, have your perfect work within us. We love you, Lord God. We want to follow you and follow your ways, Jesus. Lord, worship you with our lives, with our actions and our speech. In Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we love you. And as we're going from this place, Lord, that you would resound this message in our hearts. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Is there anyone here that needs prayer for anything, agreement for anything? Or if you need a touch from God, prayer, or a healing or anything, if you would just raise your hand. Okay. Uh, Helen, if you could come forward. If I have, could have a couple... Uh, catchers, just in case. Anyone else? Anyone else? Glory to God. Amen. You could just allow that to play. And those that are here, if you don't have to go, if you could just stretch your hands out, begin to pray in tongues. Amen.
worship you. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you, Lord Jesus. Uh, Christy, would you mind just to come just just to pray with her? Just can soak in prayer. Libby, do you mind to come, Libby? Do you mind just to just pray? Just stay with her and pray. Thank you, Lord. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Shanna, do you mind to come on? Shanna. Thank you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God. I just want to ask this, is that as we're closing here, that if everyone could just kind of just keep the noise down, we'll just keep this playing. Um, and the kids, as the kids are dismissed, parents, I just want to ask if you could just keep the kids, the volume down. We're just going to keep just this attitude and just this heart of worship in here. Amen.